everyone. Uh, it's those good old-fashioned values, and we're back to doing American Dad. Thankfully. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's good to be back. I am your host, as always, Spencer, uh, a.k.a. The Lonely Photon on Twitter, or at least formerly. Uh, <laughs> Ty at Bobo underscore the underscore second joins us as usual. Hey. And Andy uh, at X underscore Narco Anon. Don't get COVID, kids. Yep. I don't know what else to say. Oh, did you actually have COVID? I thought you just had like a cold or something. No, I didn't. Um, okay. My, I, th- I got tested for it, though, and I tested negative. However, I went into work today, found out my manager had COVID, so now I'm not going to work for the oh. rest of the week. Oh, boy. So, yeah, the COVID test is so fucking weird. It sucks. I, I got one, it, and it was so nose. late. Okay, hurt, this but... is this is bad. Cut this. Anyways... Oh. Um, we're talking about American Dad season six. So I, unlike Ty and Andy, uh, is I'm not really that familiar with American Dad. I've seen a lot of it in the background, but I don't have same level ex- experience that I do with like Family Guy or South Park. And uh, you two have been hyping up this season for a while as like one of the best ones, if not the best yeah. one. So I'll let you all go first. What do you all think of season six? Personally, I think were you to put a gun to my head, I would say season five was better. And maybe season five was the one where they introduced. Uh, no, what was the one where where Roger became Jimmy Stewart? I would say that's the best. That was season, yes, that was, that season, was five. season yeah, five. Yeah, that was the last. I would say season five is better than season six. I would say season six has some all time classic moments, including one that we're not talking about today. But. I think it's a very solid season. Maybe not the best, but... I can understand that. I, I think season five is still very, very strong. Yeah. I think it's it's definitely close, but... No, this is this is my favorite season of American Dad so far. And honestly, maybe it's because I wasn't as high on Venture Brothers season one and it's always season, sunny season one as you guys were. <laughs> I think this might be the best season of TV we'd watch for this podcast. Really? Um... That's not a super, super, like, I'm sure, I know for Venture Brothers does have seasons of TV that I would rank higher than this, and I'm sure Always Sunny does too, but, like, this is a really good season of television. Again, yeah, it's, no, it's it's great, I just don't know if it's my fave, but it might be my favorite, who knows? I think, I think five is definitely a bigger jump, I think five yeah. is a bit more varied and interesting, but I think season six made me laugh more. Season six is a dumber season, and that's why I connected to it more. Um, hmm. Because there, this is a lot dumber and more lowbrow and just trashy season of TV, and I'm, and that's why when, when I love my American Dad. So, yeah. I, this season, it's really good. It, it's, I mean, obviously, American Dad is in such this wonderful groove now, where yes. it can do whatever it wants to. It's got this sci-fi aspect that it took family guy like 10 years to discover and it's just already hopped on that with the cia stuff it's got this freedom it's got the same kind of nothing matters attitude family guy does but it's at like it's not at the expense of good character writing uh the cast is terrific uh some of the episodes have these really really great premises and it uses it really well i i love a lot of this season and i had a ton of fun watching it I will say that I think I'm with Ty that five's a little better. Yeah. I can understand that. Five is wilder. It's, I don't know. I mean, it just comes down to the fact that I think it had more classic episodes in it. Like it had uh, uh, Escape from Pearl Bailey. 
It had a bunch of just tremendous episodes. And I think it also helped that it was the first season that I was like ridiculously high on, where this one feels like a continuation of season five. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant literally like you were high while you were watching it. No, no. This would um, be a good a sh- good show to get high to, I feel like. It would be. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I-, I think that the big overarching problem I have with this season is that where the last season had a lot of really good high concept stuff, and while this one does too, there's something kind of weighing it down and that's that it feels like about a third of these episodes or maybe even half of these episodes sort of revolve around stan being a man child in some way and like the arc of the episodes are going to be very very similar when you do that like stan is being a man child or he's being a bad father or a bad husband and then the episode involves him learning a lesson about that and like it's not a bad basis it's like the standard sitcom formula but they use it a lot this season and there's only so many times you can do that i i can agree with that i think i think you're definitely not wrong but i i i think i think season seven is a like a more clever season i think it's definitely better structured but i don't know i feel like this season used it's like yes it was relying on stan but i think the interplay with roger and steve and uh, and all these other characters with stan really clicked with me it was there was a lot of good jokes and also, it has maybe not my favorite episode. Like that's probably one of the Christmas episodes, but one of the funniest episodes of American Dad, which we're covering in the back half of Bully for Steve. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I think I think I definitely agree. But I like how just like this season, this season is what I think of when I think of quality adult animation. In the sense of it is, it has good sense of timing. It has good like comedic rules, but it is also just willing to go so lowbrow. And I'm. It's it's the lowbrow with the sharp writing that really elevates this. See, this season, and this is something that I personally like, but I know that a lot of people bounce off. So I figure we should say it like right off the bat. This this has the problem that a lot of the American Dad uh, seasons that we've covered have, where it's a it's a very funny show. Like it's very well written. The character dynamics are great, but it doesn't really have a whole lot of laugh out loud moments. Like it's more. I don't want to say more cerebral, because, like, it is a pretty dumb show, but it, it's, it's it's a clever. lot subtler. Yeah, it's clever, and it's a lot—it it, it is not as audacious, I think, as a, a, what a lot of people are coming into a Seth MacFarlane project, you know, kind of expecting. Uh, yeah. If they, you know, just know about, like, his work from Family Guy. So, so like, you can watch it, and a lot of times you'll be like, that's so fucking funny, but, like, you might not laugh, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's a weird dynamic in watching it. So— I, I definitely get that, but I, I think this season was a funnier than season five. And the reason why I say that is because there's a thing that this season does all throughout itself, which is in a lot of episodes, there is a moment where, you know, the characters are just doing something quiet. It's, it's a moment. One character will say something really sharp and mean spirited and funny. And then just the explosion of, of like emotions afterwards. There's a lot of great moments in that in this season like that like i think in um in the horse episode uh like like every time roger snitches on on (laughs) on stan to francine like that's that's really good just mean-spirited or in the my morning jacket one where he's like all right we got to stick together and then he walks up to the guard and he's like yeah it's just me can i just come in alone and he turns back to stan he's like what happened yeah no, I won't deny that there's a lot of um, there's a lot of great laugh out loud moments. The bully episode, which we're talking about, has the most of and those. Again, 
this is apples and oranges. Both seasons are, broadly speaking, very, very good. And this is clearly part of the same golden era. I just I just think season six clicked with me. Yeah, no. Than season five. And I'm not, I, I wasn't saying that to, like, denigrate season six specifically. I think that that is an issue that has been, like, a long-running thing with this show that we've... Uh, chronicle before i'm just saying that if if people have not really listened to those episodes like this is something that that you should know going yeah. in is that like it does have a lot less like bust out laughing moments than family guy has yeah you know? and, I, and that's something I that forget, is going like, to affect how you watch and i forget if if you said this uh last season or during season four spencer but uh you mentioned that this show isn't very like as good for like family guy funny moment stuff because and I think this still holds true. There's not a lot of individual, like, good scenes. It's, it's, yeah. it's like, the scenes work as part of the episode rather than, like, Family Guy, where the, the best moments... Could you, could you tell me what episode the wolf cutaway is from in Family Guy? I think so. Probably not. I know it's season... I want to say season nine. Well, but, we yeah. could. We could, because <laughs> right. we're obsessed with that show. But normal people, even one who likes that show, I don't fucking know what season that's... Like, you can't tell, like, a... a you, it's hard to remember. Whereas with this, like everything is connected into a well structured. I gotta say that the past um, like ten episodes of our Family Guy, uh, our Family Guy series, <laughs> has just been me like, like when I'm watching along, I'll just be like, oh wait, that's where that joke is from. Okay, okay, I like that's like that was like a once an episode occurrence in season eighteen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and spe- it's, it's... <laughs> really speaking of, I said, you know, I think that's in season nine. I just looked it up. It was in season 13. So it's like, yeah, it really <laughs> does. Yeah, I it was together. in 15 or something. Yeah. It was in the episode where uh, the cookie shop, I remembered that. Yeah. But I, uh, but like, no, it was yeah. not. It was in the episode roasted guy where Peter I... gets roasted. And okay. The point is, is friends. that we don't yeah. know which uh, scenes, which jokes are from which family guy episode. And yeah, here, exactly. Yeah. Here in American dad, uh, they're part of the unit and it's a lot better and smarter comedy. And I think it's a lot of the reason why the show has a lot better reputation than family guy, even if it's less like viscerally funny, because, you know, even a really good family guy episode especially in the last couple of years like even if you laughed like a dozen times while watching it you still feel kind of dead inside after watching it because it's yeah. just a series of funny bits whereas this like even if it's less funny the better structuring and the smarter writing it it it, it makes it go down better i should say well Let's go back to, um, you know, to, since we're comparing Family Guy, I just want to make this quick point. Let's let's go back to the Road 2 episode for a second and talk and ask, what were our two favorite episodes from Road 2 in Family Guy? Multiverse The and, Christmas one yeah. and, and the Vegas one. Those are basically oh. <laughs> American Dad episodes from this era, but with the Family Guy cast. Yeah. That's why they're so good is because it is, it is this structure. And it's just like this is the best formula Seth MacFarlane show has. Like this, yeah. this show is so good. Mm. Which I mean, and also we should say that this is less of a Seth MacFarlane show than most of the other shows that he created. Uh, which, well, which might explain I, part of why the structure is so you know well see, well established. I, I that is true. Like to point that out, but I was less even thinking of Seth MacFarlane as like a person and more Seth MacFarlane as a brand. Sure. Yes. Also, uh, but you know, since I, I don't want to forget since it is worth mentioning, this episode marks an important event in the series history, the jump to HD. Yeah. I thought that was it, last it season. Do, it, no, it's it's this oh, season. okay. I know uh, there was weird, there was a change it, in the art style last season, but I don't know. I, I think it was, yeah. no, season four was the change from 
HD to or from hand drawn to, to digital animation. This is, but um, I will say it is weird that uh, that, like half of this, like like this season, it takes a couple episodes to get to HD. Okay. It, um, yeah. I don't. I don't know anything about the technical side of that, so, so I will leave that to you. Yeah. Let's talk about the character development since uh, we haven't been able to do that in like months for Family Guy. But uh, for this <laughs> for this show, we can finally talk about the way the characters change a bit since they're still kind of. I mean, they're mostly settled into place, but they're still yeah. kind of finding where they are. They really make uh, Stan, you know, a man child. They've almost completely dropped the pretense of him being like a conservative dad or whatever. <laughs> Except in, we'll get yeah. to it. Um, yeah. They, they still do in the same way that like family guy still has to have a token episode of season where it's like, yeah. guys, Peter and Brian are best friends. Yeah. yeah Where it's sure. like Stan is still very political. Like, they they do take jokes about it more, but it's it's something. It's not the focus of Stan's. Character. Yeah, it's more Stan's focus as a character is he is a horrible person. Not even that. It's just like he's just kind. Yeah, he's just kind of a selfish dumbass with the conservative stuff as kind of like an aesthetic framing for all that. Like, but I I think it is worth it. Despite taking Stan in a similar direction as Chaos Peter, he's much more of a clearly defined character. Yeah, I don't sure. feel like you can make any joke with Stan Smith like you can with Peter Griffin. No, yeah, Stan is very much... I don't even know if, like, I would say he's well-defined. Like, there are definitely, like, a lot of traits where it goes and it's like, yeah, if if there's, like, a trope that you would need, like, the dumb husband in a sitcom to do, like, that is something that you could generally build around Stan and then, you know, not take it up a notch to, like, a more ridiculous place than, you know, the average sitcom might go, which is kind of the joke of the whole thing. But, but it feels... Stan had, yeah, it feels like, like, it would be very easy to write a line that would hit wrong coming out of Stan. Like, it feels like, even if I can't, like, define, like, what specifically makes his character so, so, what, idiosyncratic, I guess, that it feels like, it it is very, like, he, he has a specific voice, and it's, even yeah. if, yeah. yeah. Like, you can't make Stan a bisexual pedophile. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, Peter is Peter is malleable and can just say whatever and have it be funny. Where Stan, and that's one of the strengths of the show. I feel like is that it can bend its characters a little bit, but it, it has to keep them within these like boundaries. And yeah, and limitations are strengths. Like yeah, yeah, like Family Guy is fun in that it you know is just literally like the id of whatever adult animators in the writers' room you know who wants to you know just wants to throw out a joke there, but like. Like the way you get good work is by working within a limitation. Like and and American Dad, like yeah, it it treats their characters as like maybe not as people, but definitely like as a st- you know as established like bundles of traits. And with that, it makes a just a better and smarter and more thought out show. I think. Yeah. No, absolutely. That's also funny. Funnier in a different way. How about Francine? I think Francine is so great this season they really she like she's, she's always been great but yeah she's she, a very good Francine. I, I i really hate making all of these like comparisons to family guys since they're very different shows at this point but right. like francine is basically lois mark ii if they knew what they were doing from the beginning yes she is definitely the closest to the family and daughter. she kind of has been like from if not the start then at least like season two like francine has been yeah. A, but yeah but the difference between francine and lois is that like Lois, they lead into more of like, oh, she's a drug addict. She, you know, 
she's a slut. She's all these like these, these things. Francine is a fucking psycho. Yeah, she's just cold blooded. Body count. Yeah. <laughs> so. Like the best the best thing in the season is like that Francine. It, she is like a very you know kind person. She is you know she like doesn't really have like a mean streak. But like if there is someone who like needs help doing something like literally psychotic, she's just like yeah I can go with that. Like she she has ice in her veins. I will drown it's a, a bird in literal yes, fat. it's a great singing uh, a musical with it. It's such a yeah. fucking great character trait where it's like she's not even like malicious, but it's just like she she's just like. She's just a sociopath. It rules. Yeah. Oh, Francine is the best. Yeah, she's so good in this show. She's so good this season. God, like, ah. I I, I think she might be the strongest of the main I do think she, yeah. she or maybe Roger, because Roger remains a highlight. Speaking of Roger, Roger, Roger is yeah. just evil this season. Like, he <laughs> yeah. is, like, yes, he, he is. is just, there's no even, like, he's not even, like, trying, like, oh, you know, he's, like, a good person, but he's kind of cruel or vindictive. He's just straight up evil. And it, it's pretty great, honestly. Yeah, no. Roger is, the the fun thing about Roger is that he is, he is also Chaos Peter, while at the same time, he is limited. Yeah. In the sense of, he can do whatever he wants, but he still has to be, he can be anything, but he also has to fit into the limits of the persona that he is. This playing. is, yeah. This is going to be such a stupid fucking uh, uh, comparison, but it's it's like comparing Superman to Mystique from the X Men. You know, where it's like, yeah, both of them are like these, you know, incredibly powerful. You know, you know, very, very malleable. Yeah. yeah, very malleable. Very, you know, characters who are it's easy to put into a setting and have them do something interesting. But it's like Superman is like the limits of the writer's imagination and mystique is like working within a specific, uh, and we're just rehashing, I guess, but it, yeah, it's, I, I think also, yeah, but Roger the, can the be anyone, I, but he can't do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Like Andy was yeah, saying. No. I also think like, but you know, Spencer, you know, that they've been playing up his sexuality for a while now, but this is, I think where they really get into just like all of the world is Roger's plaything, And this is a thing they do in, in countless later episodes of, you think Roger is going to get punished, but he just keeps getting away with it. Yeah. No, but... I, by the end of the, the last episode of the series, they literally have him be the alien from Alien, and he gets away with yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> it's But there's awesome. also something, there's also something to Roger that's so great in the season that, that kind of like is in friction with that. But it, I mean, it also pairs together really beautifully where it's like, Roger is always a little bit pathetic, you know, like there's always... There, there's always something like he he doesn't exactly get it or like he you know he, he there's just a kind of like sadness to like you know when he's being a jerk and it's like oh he's doing this because like he's just a like a shitty like being like like people don't respect I, I, him people don't really like him all that much but it's like so he has like you know this limitless power to like become anyone but underneath it all is kind of like oh this is like a really sad little freak yeah Ro- roger's like every single fucking awful pup uh, yet successful like poster on twitter that gets like a hundred thousand retweets for the most banal stupid shit roger is you roger is you posting dumb shit and being dumb <laughs> what are you talking about i don't get likes yeah so, you post, um, yeah i'm just making fun of you um That's... no but roger i think yeah roger like in that episode it's so inspired that he becomes like a murderous alien because you know he yeah. got roasted and he's insecure <laughs> about that but what yeah, no. really puts it together is the fact that he asked to be roasted brutal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, and again, I would also like to point out, you know, as you know, to digging on the, the family guy episode, 
holy shit, this is so much better than that episode from season 13 yes. where Peter got roasted. It's so much better. Yeah, because it, it, well, it actually, the ro- the whole roasted thing in the Family Guy episode was like the whole, you know, Peter with the mustache, like, kickstart to the episode that doesn't really have anything to do with the end, where this one is like, they build out the whole universe and, you know, they build an entire, like, worldwide chase sequence around you know yeah roger trying to get revenge that they called him like a fat jerk (laughs) i know that we're focusing on character right now but i just wanted to take it aside and say i am amazed at how much they get in 20 minutes and have it not feel oh god these episodes are they're so yeah they're so tightly plotted that like they can get an entire story done in like the same time it would take family guy to tell two fart jokes like we're doing a bonus on rapture's delight and i i saw that when i was with my friends a very long time ago and then when i was knew i was going to revisit it for the season i looked i'm like oh that must have been like you know a double episode an hour long minutes yeah yeah and then i looked at it and i saw it was 23 minutes i'm like how the fuck is this 23 minutes i remember that being like an epic i don't know there are so many episodes that that's the like american dad hits on what makes truly great tv great is knowing how to work within your time limit and this show does it so fucking well it is amazing one, one thing I want to go back to Roger, not necessarily him specifically, but like, you know, we, we talked about how he's like this pathetic man child that lashes out by becoming a c- serial killer slash like ultra like elite impersonator. The thing is this this season like hits on why this American dad is so great is that all of the Smiths to, to varying extents are kind of bad. Yeah, people, they're all. Yeah, but they are in in their own way, a fully functional family. Which is something that, let's be honest, the Griffins have never been a super great family. No, but yeah, it it is definitely different. Like, they are more, it sounds stupid to say, but everything in Family Guy is more cartoonish, I think, than American Dad. Like, like they are more cartoonishly bad. Like, they are just bad as the situation calls upon it. You know, they're, you know, the antics are more cartoonish. The plot structure is, you know, less coherent and as such is more cartoonish. But... Yeah, I mean, they're both bad people, but the Smiths are bad people in that, like, they're just kind of, like, selfish and shitty and keep secrets from each other. I don't care about anyone who isn't a Smith, but it's, they're also great in the sense that, like, you genuinely do believe, like, watching the season, that, like, yeah, they'll do fucked up lawful shit, but they do actually kind of care about each other and expect things from each other. It's like a, like a family unit. Yeah. Uh, continuing on the characters, they finally know what to do with Haley. Like, they really, really have a good idea of what yeah. to do with her. Although, I gotta say, I wasn't a huge fan of her uh, koala boyfriend, that sort of art. You don't like Reginald? Well, I, nah. I like that. I'm not the biggest fan of him. I like that they committed to at least, like, making their relationship a thing. I thought that was the kind of... real. I mean, really, we have not seen that kind of, like, multi-episodic story go in i think this show before and I, it was i mean it was nice that they at least took debbie kind of but yeah. this is more consistent than debbie well, debbie debbie showed up multiple times but this is the first time like they had like i mean the actual thing of like you know yeah them meeting and then them going on the date and then them you know breaking up with the, and that was over the span of multiple episodes like they did a whole little self-contained story with Haley and Reginald over like four episodes which is kind of astounding uh compared to family yeah. guy but uh spencer don't worry this is this is my mortars but uh Haley and jeff are a yeah. thing for the rest of the series mm. yeah for uh, sure and, and jeff, jeff is gets so much great. stronger as the series yeah. goes on like he goes from side character to member of the main cast 
Yeah, no, I, I'm looking forward to that. And, you know, Haley in general is just stronger. Uh, you know, what, like, now you that Stan... Yeah, they hit on, she's smug. Like, and that is, that is, like, the note that they take with her and roll with it. Yeah. Yeah, because she's yeah. not the Meg, she's the Brian. Yeah, kind of. That is a good point. And what I like about this is that since Stan's not, like, the conservative patriarch anymore, she doesn't have to be the liberal foil, and she kind of just gets yeah. to do her own thing. And when, you know, in previous seasons, when Stan would give her shit, it would be because, you know, oh, she's a free-spirited liberal. But now Stan just does it because he's an asshole and she kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah. And that's a lot better. Yeah. I, I th- Which is a lot, yeah. And, it's a and, lot but more he weird. also sucks, too. Yeah. So, you know, I, well, what were you going to say? It's a funnier no, dynamic. Saying, yeah, it's a lot. It, it is a funnier dynamic, for sure. I, I think also comparing Brian, I think the reason why Haley's allowed to be a bit worse of a person in that sort of, like, smug tear down like the confident liberal role works for her more than brian is because brian had like a stronger character before he became a bad person right. whereas with Haley, it's like i don't really feel like anyone watching american dads from like episode one on seen most of the episodes had a super strong attachment to the characterization of Haley's. yeah so they, so they were allowed to, to bend with her and also like i do think they go about like the way that they express like i'm the liberal douchebag differently like i think i think Haley's is a lot more of like a veneer on like just a, a general kind of like smug superiority where brian's is very yes. much like he is playing a role to like <laughs> mostly to get pussy um yeah and i i think that i do think that like it is more flexible in Haley's case than it is in brian's case and they, and they, and they also get up in this season uh a trend of Haley's also very lazy in her activism she doesn't kind of she only kind of gives a shit she's like yeah and i mean uh, that she, is also just a consequence of them not focusing on it as like a, as big a part of her character anymore which yeah like as we're saying i think is a good way to take it because it's, I will say, I there were times where like I liked, you know, kind of watching Haley, you know, get, you know, get Stan's go or like have her bubble popped or whatever. But it does get tiring when that's like the only note you have to hit is like, oh, she's like a hippie dumbass, and it's like now it's like no, she's just kind of like a, you know, holier than thou, you know, like know it all piece of shit, and <laughs> with and who that, is occasionally a... liberal or whatever, you know. Well, while I do like, uh, to give season five a bit of a credit, uh, Ty, while I do really like Haley in season five, six a bit more, I think uh, the incest episode from last season is individually <laughs> stronger than any Haley episode from this season. Sure. Yeah, that's fair. Other than that... But that uh, even wasn't Haley too much. That was more a Stan episode than a Haley episode, yeah, honestly. Yeah, I, I guess you're but, right. But, yeah. Um, Steve, you all, I remember back when this show first started, I fucking hated Steve. I thought he was the most annoying character in the world. I was tired of seeing this, like, you know, annoying horn dog, uh, just teenage boy shit. And they have improved him so much. He rules. Incredible. He's so good. He's the best. He's, you know, he's just kind of a wimp. He's a dork, a wimp, but he's like also kind of like the only like genuinely nice person in the family. (laughs) Which will not stay, but in the context of like where the characters are in this season, yeah, Steve is like just kind of the good hearted guy. And not again, not always good hearted, but just like a good hearted kid who's also a loser. Like it fits in the dynamic perfectly this season. Yeah. And I like how. They keep bring like he's not so much of a loser that like they can't keep bringing him to the verge of like getting like you know getting pussy or something and then they immediately <laughs> just yank it out from under him. Well, well, what I what I think makes Steve work is that unlike a lot of other like loser teenager kids, 
Steve is likable first and a pathetic nerd second. Yeah. Like, and you know what else I think helps? Oh, sorry. Did you, were you going, going on? No, you go. Well, I think also kind of what helps is that he is very content in his weakness. Like there, there's, it, it would be such an easy tack to take with this kind of character where it's like, oh, he's a wimp, you know, that's constantly a problem for him. But with, with Steve, it's kind of like, no, it's a given that he's just kind of like a dumb, like naive, immature kid. But like, it, it is the ways in which like when that butts up against like people who want him to grow up and he has to find a way around that, like it, it is a much more refreshing take on the character than just like, oh, he has to toughen up all the time, you know? Steve is mostly content with this lot. In life yeah, now. exactly. Like he, he's just kind of, he is like, it feels like he's comfortable with who he is. And a lot of the Steve plots come with like someone trying to make him uncomfortable. And I'm not saying this from like a, you know, oh, it's so woke that he's allowed to be a wimp type way. But you know, it like, it is, it, it is refreshing. It is in the sense yeah. of good character. Yeah, it's, it is it is better in my mind and more novel to see a character who is just kind of like dealing with people trying to change them by, you know, subverting that than someone, who, you know, who sucks and has to change all the time. That's that's so tired, in my opinion. Mm. Yeah, Steve rules. Steve yeah. fucks. He's well, bad. Steve doesn't fuck, but Steve is cool. Yeah. So... Do we have anything else to add uh, before oh we yeah, wrap up? I almost forgot about Klaus, which is fitting. Oh, <laughs> Klaus is cool. It's just like he's a Nazi now. Is there anything better than night tennis? Yeah, a racially pure Europe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a Nazi yeah. and he only appears like once an episode. Yeah, it's funny. He, he, he'll get more play later in the sense of later American Dad seasons, they really hammer him. He becomes he the becomes Meg. the Meg. He becomes yeah. the, the everyone shits on Klaus. And not the Meg like the movie uh, about the shark, because Gene is a fish, but no, like the Meg from like Family Guy. So uh, the, the one final thing I want to mention about characters before we move into individual episodes is like, uh, is that I think one of the reasons why I like season six more than season five, unlike you two, is I think this season does a better job at bringing in like it doesn't do a great job at giving its side characters whole episodes but it does a good job at giving them individual moments like <laughs> just cutting to them for a quick joke or and having them end a scene uh like i think there's a lot of good greg and terry this is the the best season principal lewis has gotten so really far. i don't remember him that much in this season i feel like he got a lot of good moments like he 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 got moments like the the one that immediately comes to mind is uh in, in bully for steve with him and the, and the werewolf Oh, right. Like, there's they're, they're, they're stuff Lewis gets. And again, Avery's also great. Pa yeah. You know, Patrick Stewart is delightful. Uh, anything you guys want to say about the side characters? Uh, they they introduce... I forget the neighbor's name, but he's just, like, the really... Tuttle? Yeah, Tuttle. I don't... I think that's kind of a misfire. I don't know what you guys think about that. I like Tuttle in later seasons, yeah. but yeah, they don't really know what to do with him yet. Um, I thought he was just going to be a one-off thing at first. Yeah. Yeah, he does feel like that. And I, and I like him in later seasons, but again, they, they don't really know... Like, his thing is that he's, like, the nice kind of nosy neighbor in later seasons. Yeah. I just don't... I don't like the... Like, he's, he's very one-note in this season, and the note isn't that funny. It's like a... It's like a D-flat. It's yeah. like... I don't want to listen mm. to that. But I, I think, you know, we mentioned last season, something that I think holds true again is Snot and the gang get a lot of fun yes. with Steve's friends. Yes. Yeah. The Snot whole, in particular. The Steve's. Yeah. What's the fat kid's name again? Barry. Yeah. He is amazing. Every Barry single rules. line he has is gold. 
<laughs> the, the I I remember like literally from probably when I was like thirteen years old that one line in the Kulats episode where he, his voice just gets like super deep and he's like I want to get some pussy or whatever the fuck he says. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> hey there, name's Joss. I'm a tennis player from Vegas, but most people know me for my niçoise salad. I'm Leo. I like making love with the lights on. No, yeah. I just. <laughs> The way he just delivers these cries for help, like when they when they're like all staying home alone, and then he just says, "It's like when I was a baby." Yeah, or, or when he's like, "It's just, it's just like my uncle's basement movies." Yeah, no, they are. Yeah. They the way he delivers them. There's no like nervousness. It's just in like the same like scared yelp. It's just brilliant. Uh, yeah. Okay, no, we gotta move rules. on to the second half, but this is a good okay. season. This is a really it's good season. It's a great season. season. Yeah, no, the, like, I, I like it more than season five. They like season five more. American Dad's great, oh, I think is what we're getting I'm at. sorry, I don't want this to go super, super long. Can I say one more thing? Sure, sure. This starts the love affair that this show has with, like, semi-indie bands from the late 90s with, with My Morning Jacket. That is, it's, so, it's such a weird little through line, but it's something that American Dad does so consistently where it's like, you can tell, like, the people who write this are, like, kind of hipsters, like, in a way that the the people who run most of the other shows uh, in the mcfarlane universe are not. And it, I don't know, it's just, it lends a weird energy to the series that I kind of like. Here's, here's what I have to say on that. Uh, Family Guy and a lot of other shows make reference to obscure 80s shit all the yeah. time. It's nice that American Dad is willing to pay homage to obscure 90s yeah, shit. Yeah, it feels like, it feels like they have, like, a slightly different frame of reference, and that is, it's refreshing. Like, they do, uh, not, no spoilers, or whatever, but yeah, they do, like, Yeah, they're a little the, younger. Yeah, they do, like, the huge, uh, the super, like, well-known Wax Fang tribute in a, what, like, season 12 or whatever, uh, that is, like, like, you can tell, like, yeah, these are guys who, like, were kind of on the indie scene in, like, when they were, like, in their 20s or whatever, and it's, it, it is an interesting, uh, it, it's an interesting vibe that I, I like that this show is able to explore. Okay, we can move on to the second half now. I'm sorry, I just wanted to say that. All right, we're gonna take a quick break as usual. We're gonna come right back with a couple of episodes.
right, folks, we're back, uh, and we're talking uh, about a couple of episodes. The first one is In Country Club, the season premiere. And uh, the brief plot summary is that uh, Stan so, and Steve become Steve... war reenactors, and they don't do a Civil War reenactment. They do a Vietnam do War reenactment. Vietnam War re- Such a fucking great joke. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. And they go like, it's, all it's in. Just, it's so simple. Yeah, but it's so simple, but they take it, like, seriously the whole way through and just... Oh, they bring so much out of it. It's so fuck. It's like it's brilliant. It's the kind of joke where you look at it. It's like, how did people not hit on this before? Think, think back to the Cleveland show, Civil War <sighs> reenactment parody. I mean, must we think about that? Compare that to this. Yeah, it's it's God. It's night and day. Yeah. Yeah, but um, this hits all the beats you want from a Vietnam. Parody. Yeah, no, so they do the Vietnam parody the- stuff brilliantly, and in a brilliant twist, once it's done. Rather than make it the full episode, since I thought like the search and rescue was just going to be the episode, but that's about half. And then they yeah. get Steve. Steve has war reenactment <laughs> PTSD. PTSD. <laughs> and turns into Rambo, yeah. like first blood Rambo. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's so great. And he goes back to he goes back to the country club where they did the reenactment and just starts like terrorizing all of the people who are trying to golf. Hmm. And then there's the whole also, B plot with Roger literally trying, <laughs> try, torturing Stan to get the pay per view code. It's, it's, so, it's such a good reveal is, when, like, because yeah. Stan gets captured by the Viet Cong and he has like the and, and like Steve goes to get him back. And Roger is just in there with like the he's just him. he has like the breakfast at Tiffany's teeth and the Bryce Patty hat, and it's like, oh god. If if I were to say anyone like if if I were if I were to say to someone who like was like if I could only watch one episode of American Dad like which one should they watch this is the one I would pick this is the perfect episode episode of TV yeah it's really funny it's really sharp you know obviously Roger's you know love affair with the Barbara Barbara Streisand stuff is so good yeah (laughs) Barbara. It's Barbara Streisand singing Celine Dion. Yeah. It's so tacky. It's such it's, a like uh, an awful gay guy thing. It's it's the perfect thing. It, it's for something him to that reference. it's something that you would only watch if you were a forty three year old woman in like Tucson. It's a oh. <laughs> that's Roger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's oh. just such a shitty thing, but it's such a perfectly shitty thing for Roger to yeah. go aim about. And it has it's the so stuff with Francine ugly, killing yeah. that bird like they have francine yeah, for just, roger yeah like they have that bird doing from that the disney really shit good. and i didn't think i thought they were like not gonna have francine kill the bird and they just have her like just viciously no, killing it yeah just like Drowning dunking it, it with her fair hands oh god and then and so and good. just for like a little cherry on top it also has the what is it the mind quad the quadrupleted guy with <laughs> With psychic powers as like a a teeth like a a, a stinger at the end. Oh. I know we're I know we're just listing jokes for this episode, but Truly, like we more than anything I I have ever said for a season. Watch yeah. the episodes we talk it, about because they are all amazing. This is I don't so know how good. to do this justice besides just like building a tapestry of all of this stuff that's amazing in this <laughs> where where they. Where like some some Civil War reenactments would you know have like they have muskets firing blanks they have like markers that they use as like Bowie knives as to, knives like, and they have paintball throats. guns 
When, and Steve, and when Steve uses paint cans as flamethrowers, yeah, instead of the helicopter, it's just people in golf carts going. Fup, 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 fup. <laughs> it's, so, it's so fucking good. Uh, uh all right. Uh, Such great. TV. All right, I think let's uh let's hop on to the next one. Which one is it? A uh, Jones for a Smith. Jones yeah. for a Smith. <laughs> Actually, can I talk about one episode? Can we throw like a fourth one in there? Or yeah, yeah. sure. I was thinking I was kind of so, wanting to throw a fourth in. Which one do you I want to talk, talk about, about? My morning straight jacket because <laughs> I think this was the low point of the season. I yeah, didn't like this episode at all. Mm. Um, I mean, it wasn't a terrible episode, but I I remember watching it and was like, this is kind of weak, especially because like it, it it does the thing where like it takes the fact that this like the the person that the character is obsessed over at like face value presumably because they got the guy to act him as himself and they didn't yeah. want to be rude yeah yeah you, you know what this season feels like what what this season feels like or th- sorry this episode feels like this episode feels like a, like a season two or three american bad episode it's not bad it's not like that wrong but it's just like it feels much more normal sitcom-y. It feels much more family guy Well, I mean, the first problem is, is that I just don't like my morning jacket that much, but... And there it but, is. Uh, I mean, they're fine, yeah. But, like, even if they it was with a band I liked, let's say, you know, they were doing it with My Bloody Valentine or whatever, like, it would still be... It, it, it's just, yeah, it's got, like, the worship problem. Like, they got the guest star, so they can't yeah. really... They have to put the kid gloves on. I, it's, I, it, especially I when you have something like that, it's tough to find the balance where it's like... You, you're like obviously like you want them to be on and like you want to be like well hey, look at this guy we got but th- there needs to be like a bit of them poking fun at themselves and it is a really like tough balance that a lot of shows do not hit when they yeah. and, and and this is why you know you know we've given family guy a lot of shit yeah. i'm actually gonna give family guy a positive in comparison family guy i feel like wouldn't do this episode in the sense of mm. it either usually has its characters play guests play like different or its guests play characters or it it brings in the guest characters for a quick joke or plot yeah. point in the episode. I would this actually this reminded me a lot of the Gronk episode. Yeah. Well, I mean, good seasons of Family sure. Guy. Sure, you gotta I... specify though, because a lot of them aren't. Yeah, that's true. We have watched a lot. God, we've watched so much bad. Family. Okay, yeah. but you know. There's all this stuff. The almost famous parody stuff is like all right, but they don't do that much with it. Uh, right. It's really, really the only like the only joke that they actually make about it, besides the fact that Stan's like a nervous nerd, which is like solid enough, is that like, oh, like he's like Jim Jones or yeah, Jim Jones is like a Disney princess or Jim James is like a Disney princess. And it's like, I mean, I guess but there's, it's not really like a joke. It's just like you're <laughs> it's just like you're being nice to the guy you got to come on your show. Yeah, no, I, I think this would be funnier if they did a band that fucking sucked like red hot chili peppers or like nickelback or whatever the fuck yeah Yeah, they got red hot chili peppers and they just like just it was just a terrible fucking band (laughs) that would be a much better episode i think i mean they'd have trouble getting the uh they'd they'd have trouble getting the guest stars but like they could just also just not get them i i think it definitely had to be like somebody with a more notable public persona to make this thing work yeah uh, also, yeah. it's like, who the fuck... I, I guess 2009 was a different time. I know that people gave a shit about My Morning Jacket then, but, like, <laughs> it's... I Literally, like, Muse was bigger than My Morning Jacket at that point. Like, Oh, Muse was way bigger than My... I, <laughs> I literally... This is where I learned about My Morning Jacket. Like... Yeah. No. Yeah, I... They were not, like... 
I mean, frankly, I, I don't. I would say like on most people's radar, but especially yeah. not like mine my dad like my, loved. Yeah, my morning jacket. <laughs> I, the my exposure to them is hearing my morning jacket CDs in my dad's car. Damn, your dad sounds like a bitch. My dad like cool stuff like Radiohead and Tool. Hey, speaking of Radiohead, I was gonna mention how it's not as good as the episode South Park got Radiohead for. I will oh, not yeah. dare spoil that for Andy, but that is a glorious appearance. It's so good. That is so oh, good. I, I will say, South Park usually is pretty good at cutting. Hold on, wait. Just let me so. let me make sure because I want to make sure I'm thinking the right one. It's the one with the chili, right? I'll cut this yeah, out. Yeah, it is. Yes, it's the one with the chili. Oh god, one of the one of the best episodes of television, maybe in it history. It is a monumental episode of TV. I oh my god. Okay, anyways. Yeah, so sorry, let's I'll do... cut all this shit out. All right. So 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 let's move uh, on. A Jones for a Smith. Um, what is next? So um, uh, Ty, you wanted to do a Jones for a Smith. Yeah, I well, not even because I think it's a particularly strongest episode. I think it's good. I, if I were to put it with any episode of the series before, I'd probably pair it with the anorexia episode from season, what three or four. Um, yeah, but I can see that. but I picked it because I think in the season where, as Andy has rightfully pointed out, it does start moving away from like the the more satirical elements of the thing, and it you know kind of settles into like it's weird kind of goofy off kilter uh you know uh, a sense of like sense of itself i think this is the one where they kind of like bring it back to the conceit where it's like no stan is like a cons- like a conservative guy like with you know with a very like literally like a conservative job and that like he creates coups you know for the cia and like see but see but see, i i get well that. let me let me so because I'm not, and I'm not saying this to like try to one up you or anything. Because I think you are right about that. But I thought this was notable because it's the one where they kind of like acknowledge, like, yeah, this is still like a part of the show, even if it's not like the foundation like it was before. And you know, we still have like some points that even we even that like they just might think is funny to make in that vein, where it's like, yeah, you know, oh, <laughs> look at this guy, you know, criticizes the welfare state, you know. Be, like through a bunch of crazy circumstances and his own selfishness becomes hooked on crack cocaine, which is like, I mean, they also tied into like, you know, Stan's particular psychology and like him learning less and everything, but like it, it feels more politically minded than anything else in this season. I can definitely agree with that, but I still feel like uh, unlike a lot of other seasons, I feel like the political like CIA stuff is much more background. Yes, than it and exactly. That's what I'm saying. But Okay, yeah. I, I, I guess that's fair. The other thing I want to say is, as as much as I can get with the scene, this 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 episode has one of my favorite moments of this season, if not of all American Dad, even if it's not that great, which is the crack American TV drug commercial parody. <laughs> yeah, I'll put that in. Uh, I'll put that in right here. Moment. Do you sometimes feel irritable, restless, uneasy, sad, normal, or just plain not high? Maybe it's time to try crack. It's so perfectly animated. Like the the logo that's like a graffiti yeah. for like everything about that is clever. This is like uh this is like the whatever, like the nerd and like the politics nerd in me, but I do love the line where like Stan is like, What I can't be crack hooked on crack cocaine. We're I'm a member of the CIA. We're just supposed to sell this to inner city blacks. 
that. Whatever. I did like that. Yeah. I, I agree that the, the moral is all forced. And I think the Steve stuff is a little too convenient. Like, they're just doing it to shit on the kid, which is fine, because it, it does work, but it's not super interesting. But again, it's just that this episode's all, but I, I get why you wanted to bring that up. Yeah, I I honestly don't know if there's too much to do. I just think that it is notable where it's like, yeah, obviously, like, this is a different beast than it was when we started talking about it. But there are still, like, it, it is clear that, like, it is, this is still something that they think about. And the, I think the Obama episode does it to, like, a lesser degree, because that's more about, like, wow, Obama's super cool. But, you know, it, it is clear that, like, this is still a more, maybe maybe not all the time, but, like, at its core, I think, a more politically founded show than, like, Family Guy is. Even though Family Guy does yeah, get the, political the, the, episodes. I can agree with that. Yeah. Speaking of things not being political, though, <laughs> Bully for Steve is a Bully, Bully for, for Steve, Steve is... If it were not for the masterpiece that is Rapture's Delight, it would probably be the best episode of this. Actually, yeah. fuck it, it might just be the it's... best episode of the season. It's, it's very solid. The end, it is. The end I only have is, one minor. The end of it is truly like one of it. the best endings I've ever done. Um, what's your one thing? Well, should we do a plot before you? Do Let's your do the thing? plot. Yeah. So basically, Steve is having. Uh, uh, Steve is just like a wimp. Like Stan keeps seeing Steve, you know, refuse to ride his bike up a hill, which is you know understandable, especially if you're on a long bike ride. Or, you know, just, you know, he, he's a, he's very dainty at the water fountain or whatever the hell. And Stan's like, oh, well, I got to toughen Steve up. So he dresses up like a big kid and just starts kicking the shit out of Steve for like weeks. And he's like, you better stand up to me, Steve. And, and Steve just like, why can't I just do things my own way? He's like, fuck you. So Steve uh, hires Stan's old high school bully, Stelio Contos, to just come and kick the shit out of Stan for like five minutes straight and stelio contos stelio. is one of the best moments in all of american dad yeah he has oh, like a so theme good. song yeah he has a theme song and he works at kinko's and he is completely silent for the yeah. entire episode it's... he's just oh, like a man. juggernaut yeah he's like he... he's like a seat like he's like a weapon x project but he's just like a big Greek guy who works at Kinko's. <laughs> uh, so okay, what, what's your what, what were you gonna say before we went into that, uh, Andy? I think okay. So the initial bit where St- Francine finds out and then runs fronts Stan over with her car. Yeah, it might be my favorite moment of the show. Yeah, just blindsides. They <laughs> just t bones the fuck out of him. <laughs> but. I feel like the training stuff with Steve is just, it feels like the episode going of a a conceit of like, we don't really have time to like properly include Francie in the episode and it would mesh with the the Stelio stuff. So we got to find a way to get her out of the episode. That's the one thing I, I, I is like, they had such a perfect moment where it's like, Francine should have just ended the up. Ep- you could have just ended the episode with Francine, but I, right. but I, you know it's it it doesn't ruin the episode. It's just something where it's like, oh, it's that one thing. If they had tightened that a little better, yeah. this could have been perfect. But I, I like that stuff just because like 
they have Steve very clearly being a wimp, and they have it there to sort of counterbalance, like, Stan is objectively being a fucking dick and trying to force his kid yeah. to be something he's not, but, like, Steve is also such a little bitch in this episode. He's being a little... <laughs> like, <laughs> like, unlike sucks. how yeah. they have, like, you know, Francine, who's oblivious and protective and does all that awful shit, like the, like, I need change for my kisses or whatever, and then they're yeah. like, we're gonna train you to be a killing machine, and then it just smash cuts to, like, you are hopeless! Hope- Jesus yeah. fucking Christ! I can't talk to you right now! Like, yeah, I, yeah, it is a I, quick I cut, but I, I mean, I do think they get a lot of mileage around, like, yeah, like, everyone, everyone's being, like, a total piece of shit to Steve, but then, like, you cut back to Steve, and he's just, like, prancing around a maypole, and it's like, I kinda get it. <laughs> oh, also, they <laughs> have also the fucking like... werewolf! They have that werewolf yeah. subplot, that's so good! The werewolf didn't do it that much for me, honestly. I, I love the werewolf just randomly showing up. <laughs> you, you know, I mentioned earlier that this se- one of the reasons why I love this season is that it has, like, really quiet moments followed by explosions. And I think the Steve dressing up as the old lady bit is a Yes, that one that. rules. <laughs> Especially because I forgot that. So, like, I'm watching this. I'm like, where is it? Like, why the hell is this show doing, like, a... <laughs> Putting, putting, putting in this, yeah, putting in this standalone (laughs) story about an old lady, like, what joke are they building up to? And then that hits them, like, oh, this is the greatest TV show I've watched in a year. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, God. I I gotta say, I really did love the werewolf. Like, the first time is great, but, like, having him return at the end to just steal one of the kids, I love that. They do tie it up nicely. I will say, also, if we are, like, doing, because we we heaped a lot of praise on the episode, like, how funny. How fucking funny it is to watch Francine kill a woman in a meat locker. <laughs> That's but I, I will say I... the the whole thing with the crime scene photography on Roger's part, like they kind of managed to tie it up at the end. But I, it, it is a kind the of Captain weaker... Crunch joke is yeah, lame. yeah the Captain Crunch it's joke lame. is lame. But it it remi- it's lame in the same way that like the final joke for Cape Fear in The Simpsons is lame, like the, the grand, oh no, Grandpa's Crotchet. It doesn't matter. You had so much A-plus yeah. material before that, you can end it on a lame joke. It'd still be yeah, one of the best th- episodes this episode, this episode is like, you're eating the best steak you've ever eaten in your life, like a perfect prime cut, and then you get to a bit of gristle and you're like, uh, I'm not a big fan of this. Yeah. You know? <laughs> No, yeah. I also want like to say the uh, is so the Reginald subplot, you know, as usual as for my usual. Reginald's complaints. cool. I, I am Reginald's not good. I think it's I think it's fine, but I understand like it. it it's a nitpick. Really the bully yeah. stuff in this episode is so fucking good. But yeah, yeah, like the initial, it doesn't matter that all of this stuff that isn't there's all this stuff attached to the episode that's just okay because the core concept of Stan dressing up as a high schooler and beating the shit out and then of getting beaten up out of his out of his effeminate <laughs> and then son whenever and then whenever so... Steve tries to tell anyone it cuts back to Stan and he just has the bully haircut and he's like I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> And then it ends with him That's getting so beat up by a Greek guy. By a and big it, Greek golem. And I love the, the stuff at the end where he buries him and he walks away and they hold it out just for the right amount of time. And they have him run back and then they have fucking Stan say, oh no, he's coming from really far away. And they just kick him in the head. God. Um, it's such a good episode. So... It's so fucking be- funny. Be- be- before we end it, end it off. I want to make a request to do one final thing. What's up? Go. Can we do a fifth episode? Because Moon over Isla, Isla, Isla. We're already I, at, I really We're like. already almost. Yeah, we're running hour. too late. 
Uh, All right, that's fine. Yeah. Th- that basically that we that was the one here. where Stan accidentally kills Rogers the dictator. Yeah, a, a yeah. dictator like a Cuban dictator basically, and he's like, "Hey, Roger, why don't you do it?" And then they almost kill Roger. <laughs> what did you hear? We can, can we can go in about it. What did you want to say? Just I, like touch I, I, on I it. I think this is that's the perfect like. There's a lot of good Roger moments this season, but I feel like this is probably like the bit what um. The, the one that got away was for season five. It's not as good as that, but in terms of this is your big dose of ro- like this and uh, Great Spade Roaster at the end are your really big ro- moments of Roger. <laughs> and it really ems up just how like, oh, Roger is a fucking psychopath this season. I really like that. Yeah, he is. Roger, this is the first where Roger kind of becomes the chaos demon that he he's like the the worm to like Peter Smaug or whatever. Yeah, you know? no, I, I get what you're saying. I, no, I get where you're coming from, but I, I also want to say that, like, there's also a B-plot of, of uh, Stevens not trying to get each other's mom's boobs, and that, that plot's kind of lame and boring, but it does have one of my favorite jo- two two really good jokes in it, which is the Chad, the random Chad moment. <laughs> where everyone loves Chad. The, it, and then yeah. it's it, <laughs> imitating a guy who is dead and cool. Um, Chad knew, the, the other Chad one knew is, a lot of adults. I think that's pretty cool. The the uh the other one that I really like uh in the, is is it's a little moment, but it's um it's when Snot is trying to get like touch Francine's bo- or or get Francine to touch his dick. It's it's not a and like Steve jumps in and tackles him, <laughs> and and he's like mother leave us, and she's just and she does like a little curtsy and walks out of the room. Yeah, Francine, even Francine's little moments are great. <sighs> yeah, this no, is just such a that, good season our... of television. Yeah, that's why I wanted to do a fifth episode, because there's so much good shit in this season. Like, more than any other thing, and I said this before, but, like, watch the episodes we talked about this season. They're Just all watch great. The fucking there's season. so many Skip good the Morning Jacket episode, but, like, watch the rest. <sighs> it is so good. My God, if you want, yeah. like, a, it's only 17 if you episodes. Want yeah, see, and, it's, and it's a watch. short season. Like, they really paired it to, like, the perfect length, honestly. If, if you want a show that it doesn't hit maybe quite as hard as Golden Age Simpsons, but will scratch that itch, like, Watch yeah. this season. It's really good. I think this comes... I think the the, the last two seasons come... Re, like, I think this is almost... For me, this and the last season are almost on par with Golden Age Simpsons, if not on par. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I would, I would at really least good. say that these seasons are better than anything Family Guy has done. But Maybe not, like... Maybe there's nothing that's as good as, like, the tippity-top of, like, the, the, the Golden Age, but it's at least as good as, like, yeah. stuff from, like, season eight. It's, it's, it's better than, like... Even like Simpsons season nine. Yeah. It's, okay. Just watch it. It's so fucking funny. That's gonna watch American Dad. It's so. <laughs> this funny. is gonna do it for the most, uh, the happiest episode of those good old fashioned values, folks. If you like this episode, we've got a Patreon. Uh, we're doing a bunch of cool stuff there. We have dumb fucking episodes with Patrick uh, at Lunch Enjoyer. Uh, we should have one on Jingle All the Way Two with Larry the Cable Guy coming up soon. We, uh, we've got like, you know, these fun viewer request stuff. We talked about yeah. Brickleberry and almost killed ourselves. Well, that one wasn't fun. Ta- but but I no, I was going to yeah. bring up the Alan, Alan Gregory yeah. episode as well, but I remember. Yeah. Oh yeah. We, we made that public. We watch, yeah. we watch movies, me and Spencer with Patrick from Pot About List and just literally yeah. like fry our brains. Like we're plugging into chemotherapy. <laughs> And also, yeah. if you give us uh, $10, you know, give a uh, subscribe to the Max tier, you can recommend us a show. And if our enough patrons vote for it, we will watch or show or a movie. Yeah. And if enough patrons watch it, we'll vote, we'll for, ha- it. Or vote for it on the poll. We'll have to watch yeah, it. Yeah, that's how so Brickleberry you can, happened. You can make us watch almost anything you want as long as it's like the first 
season of a TV Here, show. Can yeah. I say, or the first uh, season. Can I say what the options for this one are so far? Yeah, yes. Here, let me yeah, we haven't done the poll yet. Spam. Eric Andre season one Pretty good. is one of them. And I forget what the other one is. I'm but pulling I know it's, it up. Oh, it's uh, My Cartoon Presence. Oh, God, yeah. One. That was one where I legitimately thought about, like, logging onto the Patreon and just commenting under that, like, fuck you. So, um, no, you can do all of that. Uh, we have a Discord server that you can join also. It's kind of dead, but if you post yeah. in it, you might make we it. We record yeah. it. No, but, uh, folks, uh, you know, give us five stars on iTunes. Uh, and anyways, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you all next week or in a few days, yeah. depending on Bye-bye. how much you pay. Bye. This is so fucking funny. Bye. So much going on these days. Forget about Yeah.